It's uh, quarter to ten. Time to record a podcast. Is this it? Are we recording now? I think so. All right. And it's Friday night and we're feeling right. And why is Mario Party not on? I know how we were doing this is a simultaneous Mario Party is coming. Pending. How fun is it recording on a Friday night? It is good. This is good. Well, we'll find out, won't we? But we've started with Meat Lovers Pizza Flavoured Twisties. (laughs) And if that isn't fun, I don't know what the fuck is. Uh, Well, Meat Lovers Flavoured Twisties and Mario Party. That's coming. Yeah. Yeah. It's coming. I've even got iced coffee and beer. You, you My favourite combination, as you boys know. Uh, and you were just drinking a coffee-flavoured beer. Uh, the Belgian Mocha Stout from Bacchus. Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. I haven't gotten into that one yet. It's good. Oh, yeah, I haven't had it. It's pretty good. All right, I want, I want to crack into this, so let's begin. Welcome to our final uh, episode of the Bacchus Brewing Series. Yeah. Yep. Uh, you, you see on the internet this week, we actually bought... Ross, a new car. A new car. With how much backers we've been drinking lately. I hope you enjoyed uh, it, Ross. The backmobile, yeah. I believe it's called. What was that, a Porsche in Europe or something? Maybe something like that. Yeah. Yeah. So his conversations to me about, you know, how it's a tough time in so, the oh, craft isn't, brewing isn't it tough? <laughs> That's right. <laughs> no one's drinking alcohol anymore. So my <laughs> ass is not. Here is buying himself a new race car. 100%. 100%. Lockdown has been kind to the brewers of this <laughs> world. so true. <laughs> So, um, but so, did he take JobKeeper? He's just hoping someone. <laughs> oh wow, man! <laughs> All right, so we, we've uh, we've 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 had a journey, haven't we? And the journey's continued. So, self-confession by Adam and I, we did order a whole bunch of those uh, pumpkin spiced Halloween the specials. Halloween beers, yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, we're not made of stone. Oh, we'll yeah, be cracking into those later over Mario Party. Yeah. So the backus journey continues, but on this official backus journey, we have been on a bit of a roller coaster. Hundred percent. Last week was definitely an up. Yeah, it was an up. Last week, yeah, good. Was good. The week before that, have you even cracked open your mongrel in Denmark's yet? I mean, you guys just spoke so highly (laughs) of them. I couldn't wait to get in and rip into (laughs) it, but uh, I couldn't find them. Something about throwing them off a balcony before they could touch my lips. (laughs) I don't know. (laughs) Uh, All right, so we're drinking. So we've saved. I think hopefully the best for last. We're cracking open. It's a Friday night, and we're starting with the Superfector. The Superfector. TDH Hazy IPA. Mm. What's it's a TDH? That, uh, I'm looking that up. Uh, TDH means... Um, nope, don't see anything there. But <laughs> this comes with uh, four <laughs> different hops. It's just good yeah. pro- uh, podcast prep. <laughs> fourth is Challenger from the UK. Third is Nelson from New Zealand. Second is Galaxy from Australia. Oh, you know what? I've heard of Galaxy hops. I've heard, and Citra. From the USA. Lovely. So this is a tropical, lush, juicy beer experience. It's quarter to ten. Can I please take my first sip? You may now begin oh, drinking. Thank you. It's been a long Strap week in, for you. gentlemen. You've been very unwell. Mm-hmm. I hope this is just going to fix all that up. Uh, I did a mysterious trip to Brit- to Melbourne. Yeah, well done. Came back, felt a little feverish. Fine. Uh, but I assumed I was okay. Hmm. Um, As no. most would. As most yeah, would. Yeah. I did have, I did my, had my first rapid... Uh, test. I did my first Is rapid COVID test. Is that you do it yourself? Is that that one? No, they did sell them there, but I did oh. it. Was a I went to a drive through. I scanned the thing, and then about ten minutes later, I refreshed the screen, and it said I'm negative. So if you really? get a positive, then you have to go into a hospital or whatever a testing clinic and get it officially done. Okay, so I've got this vision of one of those what's my alcohol reading machines that you get at the casino down in the car park. Yes, which just tells you if you're under 0.05 or not. And we used to like. <laughs> Drink as much as we could, then try and clock it. Is it similar to that? It's very similar wow. to that. Yeah. Oh man, I want to have a go on that. Yeah, you want to, you want to, you want to go take a little side trip to old Melbourne town. Yep. 
come back come up back. to Sid. Yep. See if you can break the record. Wow, yeah. Okay. All right. That's giving me something to do this weekend. So I've, <laughs> I've cracked open this Superfecta. Uh, Phil, I hope you've cracked open yours. Right now, it's just... Isn't this juicy deliciousness? This is what I wanted yeah. right now on a Friday night. Mm-hmm. I've had uh, quite a long evening. My wife went out with the girls for mm-hmm. a bit of a dinner. So I was on 100% dad duties. Yep. Fine. I'm not one of those guys that calls a babysitting. I understand it's perfectly fine. It's my responsibility, but it can still be hard work. So haven't really eaten. Had uh, <laughs> had some of my daughter's uh, Vegemite sandwiches and... <laughs> This is really hitting the spot right now, i got to say. You've got a full-time job and there is ample delivery services that will bring you, at the push of a button, burgers, pizza, lamb souvlaki. I'm juggling cocoa melon on one side over there. I'm doing a puzzle, doing some drawing. No time for food. Hashtag father of the year. Thank you. 100%, 100%. And really playing the martyr card Mm -hmm. in the (laughs) highest possible way. I'm just setting you guys up for when I pass out on the floor at the end of this beer. That's why I haven't eaten since lunchtime. Fair enough. This would make some sense. And it took some finding, boys. I've got to say, but TDH is triple dry hopped. Triple dry hopped. Triple dry hopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. I was thinking it was a little dry hopped and a bit more than usual. (laughs) Yeah. It wasn't dub. It wasn't quad. No. It was somewhere in the middle. I mean, they were so busy. Finding out if they could. Yeah. They never stopped to ask if they should. <laughs> right? They just kept going further and further until yeah. they created a beer that killed us all. <laughs> but this isn't killing it's, us it's all. It's like Towley in South Park. It's like a towel that makes you too dry. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting drier the more I drink this. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you pulled over on the way home. No, officer, it dried me out. <laughs> I got this vision. Look at of the can. <laughs> Sir, like- stop drinking the beer. <laughs> Be some employee at Backers who's like just taking stuff, the the hop straight out of the double drying machine, and he's tipping it back in the top. He's like, "No, Timmy, you fool! <laughs> Don't triple dry it." That's right. That's right. He was a madman. Ross is just at the back yeah. of the cigar, saying, "Let him try." <laughs> I think anyone who knows anything about making beer is just thinking mm. we're right noobs right now. No, they've already switched. Yeah. yeah. Uh look, as you can see, I'm almost finished. <laughs> Honestly, the level of what do you think of insight that we have around beer makes you wonder why Ross didn't pay us to make this content. I know. Um, I don't know. I know, but this is delicious. Are you enjoying it, Phil? Loving it. Yeah, yeah. This Loving is really it. great. And uh, while we're drinking this, let me introduce the uh, the other side of tonight's podcast Please. because the two beers we're drinking, we've got the Superfecta. Uh, a superfector. I used to work at the race course, so I know well that a superfector is when you uh, correctly pick the first four runners in a row. Yep. First, second, third, fourth. Usually re- rewards huge kind of dividends. Great, like this beer. And the second beer we've got tonight is the Rock and Roller, a cheeky play on the Guy Ritchie film Rock and Roller, which came out in 2008. So I put to you guys to talk about your favorite things from 2008 or perhaps your favorite thing from Guy Ritchie so that's <laughs> going to be our uh, our chat tonight as we enjoy these squeaky cheeky ales well I'm counting down uh, you're counting down your four top four four go- yeah four counting- would be good four well because it's a it's super, super factor first uh, four remember when I listed all the four different types I'm going to have hops? to think of another Guy Ritchie movie now you can oh, do that. that's what we're doing. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> uh, and you're counting down what? Well, I was originally going to go with my top four favorite movies that yeah. came out in 2008. Too many of them. Yeah. Far too many of them. Yeah. From semi pro all the way down to let the right one in. So I've gone with the top 
four worst movies that came out in 2008 that I've seen. Nice. And you know what's that. amazing about Semi-Pro? Mm. It's on both lists. It is, actually. <laughs> it is, actually. Is. It's the best worst thing that happened that year. It's amazing. It's amazing. Uh, I'm counting Flint, down... Michigan Tropics. Oh, dude, it's a great movie. Great movie. Uh, I'm, terrible I'm also. counting down top four uh, video games that came out in 2008. Oh, along, yeah, with, uh, like along with the top four news articles of 2008. I've so actually got... A, yeah, a supplementary bit supplementary. of content yeah, which yeah. is going to be a very quick one where I'm oh. going to talk about the top four people that died in 2008 and what of my favourite movies they were associated with oh I love to. it oh let's get, let's get into our conversation then. this well, is going to be huge so I've pretty much you're, you're done you're, you're ready to start so this is I, I will talk about the beer let's talk about the beer just very briefly yes. it is lush it is juicy it is tropical it is I believe it's triple hopped but with a superfecta it is. Of hops. Triple dry hopped. Uh, triple dry hopped, which is, I'm getting a little confused because it's triple dry hopped, but it's got four different four types hops. of hops in yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. Um, they could have just done a quadruple hop. Oh, I've got a dog hair in mine as well. Okay. This is my house, mate. You opened a brand new yogurt in this house with a dog hair in it. I'm not even kidding. They float in the air at all times. Oh, fuck. All right. Um, it's good for, your, good for your bones, mate. Yeah. Good for your bones. It's good. But I can't, I can't, I mean, you know, you guys know I'm a haze boy now. Yes. And, uh... It was in this very uh, studio where uh, you opened up. We opened up one of my first hazes, and I was like, "What is this filth?" Yeah. And now I've got the addiction. You took a sip and you went, "This is terrible. I never want to have this again." And then by the fourth sip, the superfecta of a sip, you could say, (laughs) your whole world had changed. Your whole world had changed. It is delicious. It is all of the things that you've described. It's tropical, but not like last week's. It's not overwhelmingly. It's not Cotty's Cordial Tropical. It's very clearly... Well, the, the, the mango and Stranger talking it, about. Yeah. That's it. This is, this is just a simple tropical IPA with, mm. a, with a lovely bit of, a, bit of haze to it. Yeah. The only thing I would say is I, it's unnecessary to me to have this be 9.2%. Right, okay. I would love a version of this that was like 5%. Yeah, it's easy drinking and, and I'm not having yeah. to rip through it. Yeah. Yeah, sub, sub 5% on it. Yeah, Because I'm if I'm going to smash through something with like a 9.2% or in the case of the Rock and Roller, 14.6%, yeah, it sort of needs up. to be a more out there beer yeah. and the kind that you would normally have yeah, in, fair. A, in a tasting paddle. Fair. So that's the yeah. one thing is, if you had a super it's not a session that beer, was, is it? That was a 4.5%. Yeah. It could be a real session beer. Yeah. But at 9.6%, it's a couple of beers and done, son. Yeah. A big beer like this, I want to be able to sip over a long time, but it's yes. too delicious. Yes. So I'm actually finding myself drinking it way too quickly. Yes. Yeah. Look at this prick. Yeah. I mean, yeah. if you if you want to get buzzed real quick, this is a great way to do it. Oh, yeah. Um, you know, let's. it's like a Smirnoff double black, but not shit. So, yeah. you know. <laughs> want to make some bad decisions? Mm. Yeah, try this. Superfactor by Bacchus. Yeah. That's yeah. Right. Uh, in your 20s, the Smirnoff Double Black is the bad decision machine. But in your 30s, you can never touch that again. So <laughs> the Superfactor is great. Yeah. So speaking uh-huh. of Superfactor, did anyone get a win in the Melbourne Cup? I didn't even look up from my computer screen cool. to even know it was on. Uh, all I know is that the, uh, the shortest odds favourite in about 25 years came second. Yeah. Yeah, it was a good race. Did not make it. I, I wasn't going to do anything. Then my business partner was like, "Yeah, let's do something." We put a little bet on. I I think I, I think I lost three dollars out of after betting thirty five because mad, I man. Uh, <laughs> I think I came. I think my horse came third. Craig Williams, our boy. Oh yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. easy place bet. Yeah, easy place. Easy place. I, you, you know, betting is fucking gobbledygook to me. So. Yeah, fair call. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, all right, let's go. Let's get into our call. Let's get into our countdown. Can we? All right. Uh, so who wants to kick off? Let me kick go. off. Okay. So that, ah, 
Yeah, so I will, I will say that my dog is joining us on the podcast Marty. and I have not had his nails trimmed for a while. So oh. He is just, oh yeah, that'll be blood. <laughs> yeah, that is blood coming up there. So yeah, as I said earlier, I you know if you wanted to talk about the best movies of 2008, there's just two minutes to choose from. Yeah. Like Grand Torino, Burn After Reading, In Bruges, all fantastic. Dark Knight. Was Dark Knight? 100%. I'm not sure that it was. Look it up. I'll look it up later. Calm down. Um, but yeah, it's a bit boring going with the, the easy and ones. And let's not forget Quantum of Solace, probably the best Bond movie ever made. Well, we're going to be talking what about that, that soon. <laughs> but we'll be talking about that soon yes, because every I... now and again you say something that makes Adzo want to punch you in the face. <laughs> no, and in my case, it's I... most of what comes out of my mouth. I just don't like there. you stealing my material because that has certainly made the list on my worst movies released uh, yes. in 2008 that I saw. Yes. Um, now, first off, and this is number four. It's awful, but it didn't have as much of an impact on me as, say, Quantum of Solace. Yes. I want to talk about the movie Disaster Movie. Now, this is the pose, which I've seen, which is the pose to Superhero Movie, uh-huh. which also came out in 2008 and was fantastic. Uh-huh. Or perhaps Meet the Spartans, which also came out in 2008 and wasn't very good uh-huh. either. Disaster movie was an absolute shit fight from start to finish. Now, these movies are supposed to be dumb. It's supposed to be a shit fight. But you can do good dumb. Scary movie was good dumb. Scary movie was actually just good. It was fucking fantastic. But this was just... Jesus. Yeah. You know, apparently, I was only reading about this uh, recently, it started out supposed to be a parody of those coming-of-age teen boy movies like Superbad... But along the way, the writers were seeing that year that more blockbuster action disaster movies were coming out. And so they just simply changed the plot halfway through, added in a few more references and called it a day. It's unfunny. It's hand-fisted with its references. It's got Kim Kardashian in it as uh, a supporting actress. It is just bad, bad, bad the whole <laughs> way through. Uh, so yeah, it's an easy number four I mean, I me. can't... I, you know, that's a movie which I know I've seen. Yeah, yeah. But I can't remember... I know superhero movie. There was that great scene where the, it was the guy who was supposed to be Tom Cruise. Yeah, that was actually in the like the post credits. It was in the post credits. Yeah, yeah, but still, it, it was, was amazing. So good. I yeah, can fly. I can fly. I can fly. Anyway, <laughs> but disaster movie couldn't tell you a thing. Mm. But having said that, as you said, it's supposed to be it's supposed to be dumb, but it was too dumb. Yeah, you know, it's a fine line when you when you do the dumb parody movie that. It will either be great and on that line of yep. satire, yep. or it'll be complete trash. Yep. It's sort of like um, Napoleon Dynamite. Oh, great movie. Genius. Yeah. The next one they made, Gentleman Bronco, complete and utter trash. Gentleman Bronco? I'm not sure that was a film. Yes. <laughs> they, Sounds like a gay porno. They, <laughs> they attempted to bury it, but the guys that made Napoleon Dynamite, yeah. their next film was called Gentleman Bronco. Phil went and saw and this thing. <laughs> Off Street Theatre in Newtown. That's right. That's right. <laughs> Through a hole in the wall. <laughs> <laughs> Left a bad taste. You know that, mate. But in all seriousness, there are only two movies I've seen in my whole life where I actually wanted to demand not just my money back, but my time back. Yeah, fair call. Because it was an affront to anybody's attention that it even existed. And it's that and Ghost Rider. Oh, that's the one with Ghost Rider. Ghost Rider is the. In my opinion, the second worst movie ever made. Has Ghost Rider... Was Ghost Rider come out in 2008? And I love Nicolas Cage. 
And no, I didn't. I, I, I see where you get. No, it. no. I, what I'm saying, I, I, I'm I seeing this chain of like this opportunity for you to just have this I'm event of like it. all your gripes of the of the media world. All of it. Wait, what do you think this podcast is yeah, exactly. for me, Tristan? <laughs> Thank God Adam's chosen this topic. Things, it is basically things I can be angry about, plus a love of Fast and the Furious, <laughs> and in this case, Guy Ritchie. So, All right, it, well, let's break it up. So let's not go straight into Guy Ritchie, because then it's movie, movie. So yes. let's break it up. Uh, break right. it up, boys. Break it up. All right, so my number five... No, number five. Number four, right? Yeah, number four. My number if four is... Drum roll. Yeah, play... Best was the Portal Do. Uh, what was it two. called? No, no, no. It was the Portal. What's it called? Hang on one second. Bioshock. Portal still alive. No, Portal still alive. Portal still alive. So that included that co-op Portal. No, it included the original Portal. I think it included Portal Two. Oh yeah. Um, I think it included. Uh, what was the precursors to Portal? Um, Half Life. Yeah, included the Half Life right. games as well. Okay. Um, and I remember. Being sick with a horrible... This is pre-COVID. Yeah. Being sick with a horrible flu. 2008 was pre-COVID. Yeah, it it was pre-COVID. Okay. Uh, In 2009. Was it? And I could not move my body and I'm lying on the floor in uh, Lindy and I's apartment. Three days. Couldn't go to work and just played Portal Still Alive. And got into Half-Life and did all of that. Oh, yeah. It was so good. But one of my favourite games of all time, Portal 2. Portal 2 is one of the best games that's ever been made. Yes. Incredible puzzles, story, scripts, you know, little bits of humour in there. It was just immaculate. And can I just say... Flawless game. 2008 was a golden year for video games. Oh, yeah? Golden year. Yeah, okay. Yeah. So... I look forward to hearing more about that. There's more to come. Great. Uh, And, I don't know, number four uh, news article. I believe it's the year that... Vladimir Putin yeah. became the Prime Minister of Russia, which started his uh, ascent to power over yeah. over the nation. Surprising that it's only been 13 I years know. Putin. It I feels know. like he's always been I, I know. Yeah. But, you know, when you think about it, it's already 13 years ago. But it does feel a lot longer than 13 years. It does. But good on him. Isn't he? Is, and he's been the leader that Russia's needed. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Is, I mean, yeah. Does everything by the book. Has <laughs> brought okay. democracy into the country. Looks great on a horse. Oh, does it shirtless on a horse? Shirtless on a horse. Okay, oh, Phil. Got some Guy Ritchie. Oh, do you have a thought? I, I, I just, Tristan, the way that you approach these things sometimes is just an affront to the very structure of these things. And I, I realise the irony of that, that I often just come out with something <laughs> completely unrelated. Yeah, yeah, yeah. This uh, is the, the guy who counted down the top yeah. four Pac-Man ghosts. I stand week. by that. Yeah, I stand by it. Yeah. All right. I'm, I'll not have that one. By day. the way, I saw you know the Japanese Lego Nano Block. Oh yeah. Yeah, they had. Um, oh, I was going to take a photo of it and didn't send it. <laughs> they had, in the my local news agency, they had the Pac-Man, Pac-Man ghosts. ghosts. Amazing. With all their names. Amazing. Itchy yes. and bitchy and whatever. See, they called. get it. Yeah. The Japanese get <laughs> they it because they get me. <laughs> <laughs> My concern, Tristan, is that as your number four, you have referenced a video game not coming out but being repackaged. Yeah. No, it's not that it came out at that time. It's a, you know what they did in two thousand and eight. They put the two versions together and re-released it to get more money out of you. So that's, was your, that's your number okay. four of two thousand eight. To be fair, my top three, my trifecta, uh, are amazing. They're all and, originals. And the yeah, cherry, yeah. they just changed the box. Up. No, no, they're amazing. And the cherry on that shit Sunday 
right? Is that you've referenced Vladimir Putin <laughs> as being not even remotely video game related. In fact, I suspect he's probably quite anti-video game. I'm trying to make people remember what 2008 was like. I understand. Yeah. It's difficult for me to remember a time when Vladimir Putin didn't exist. Exactly. But that's the thing. As Adam's just said, wow, it feels like so much it longer. It feels like much longer yeah. than 13 years. Yes. yes. Uh, well, it feels like it's always been here. Yeah. All right, go. Guy Ritchie. Number four Guy Ritchie movie. You guys are either going to love this or hate it. Okay. Aladdin. Yeah. I stand by it. Yeah. <laughs> I'm, 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 not, I'm not so sure about that. I mm. haven't even been able to get... You're talking about the live action Aladdin yeah. movie. Which but, one, I didn't even know was a Guy Ritchie movie yes. until half an hour ago when you mentioned it to me. Yes. But I, heard it was I haven't been able to get through that movie at all. Yeah. Okay. It was just... It was not a good movie. Uh, Will Smith, you, I mean, he certainly tried. You tried to watch it? I tried to watch it. Why? Because I've got a child. She's. She's not two yet. No, she's one she's and a half. She's one and a half. I thought, you know what? I loved the original animated Aladdin. I loved it. I would have seen that movie a hundred times easily. Do you enjoy the original Ghostbusters? Definitely. <laughs> I think what we've already <laughs> realised is that... Anyway, okay. fine. Anything that's being remade these days isn't good. He d- begs to differ. I can understand... Live action remakes of every other Disney movie I've seen thus far, each one of which can go fuck themselves. Yeah. But Guy Ritchie and Aladdin was a match made in heaven, and it was unexpectedly good. I wasn't expecting it to be good. That might have helped. But I loved it. Okay. And it may or may not have anything to do with the fact that the woman who played Jasmine is extremely attractive. <laughs> can, I, can, I, can I ask... Is this because oh, I don't know what were the critics' takes on the uh, on the new Aladdin film? Is this a philism? Fair or? to medium fair. <laughs> There you go. <laughs> Alright. And nice. I love the fact that it was nice. not the movie you expect this man to make. No. And the fact that, like a true, you know, cockney barter system he's got going on for getting the money to make the movies he really wants to make, they're like, we need you to go and pump out a billion dollars. And yeah, then we'll yeah, give yeah. you some more money to go and make The Gentleman. And it's like, alright. Yeah, yeah, fair enough. I'll go yeah. and do it. Okay. And By then the way- he added the Guy Ritchie sparkle... To a Disney remake concept, and it's like this is actually pretty good. By the yeah. way, speaking of Disney putting their magic on redos again, mm. did you see the reviews? Uh, Home Sweet Home Alone. Oh no, I heard about the remake. Of when, the, when the when the when it was, I think the review came out today. Actually, when the title says uh, Macaulay Culkin did good to stay clear of this, mm. yeah, no, yep. <laughs> and and I don't think they can get lower than half a star. So, jeez, wow. yeah. All right, Adzo, uh, let's, do, let's do one more round of top fours, then we're halfway through, then let's crack open because I finished off my Superfect. Oh, Jesus, and I want to get smacking some into mine. Because my... I also had the Belgian nah, Mothers man. before I started right, yeah, recording. Have a little, little bit. Superfector now, there, I just bro. realized I missed my secondary bit of content, uh, which I want to bring up. So Smashed in 2008, already. the world lost Roy Scheider. Oh. Roy Scheider, who was there the police chief in one of my favourite movies of all time not Rob Schneider oh Roy Scheider Roy Scheider from Jaws Jaws and uh, also Sequest Sequest (laughs) no one knows what else he was in but he was definitely in those two shows both featuring water but 2008 stole Roy Scheider from me and I will never forgive 2008 for doing so nor will I forget I think I'd forgive it 2008 for giving us my next movie but Phil what do you reckon is Sequest DSV absolutely complete trash no it like took over everything at the time does does it it hold up yeah I think I can remember the theme song 
I don't understand how it hasn't made its way back onto something like Netflix at this point. Yeah, I thought it must be because it doesn't hold no, up. No, because Jonathan Brand has killed himself and probably his estate won't allow it released. I mean, that's pretty I mean, I know that's a bit dark, but it's possible. Yeah. Yeah. Jesus. Think about that. Mm. I mean, Jonathan Brandis. Mm. Yeah. Well, we don't now because <laughs> we can't, we can't rewatch Sequest DSV. All right, worst film. Right, well, number three. Yep. Now, we talked about this man before. Here we go. M. Night Shyamalan. Yes. Yes. And I want to talk about his one particular movie featuring the plot device of mass suicide, The Happening. Oh, yeah, The Happening. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Where the big twist at the end was it's the plants doing it. And not only are the plants releasing some chemical... Was that the twist? Yeah, that oh. makes people kill themselves en masse. Yeah. But they're able to target individuals and have them kill themselves while avoiding others. That's made right. no fucking sense. Mark Wahlberg. No. Yeah. Was it? Yeah, it was. It was Mark Wahlberg. Oh, you're thinking of Transformers 4, Revenge of the Fallen. <laughs> no, I'm pretty sure it was Mark... Anyway, continue. <laughs> anyway, I think he yeah. was thinking of Transformers 4, Revenge of the Fallen. No, it was Mark Wahlberg. I'm sure of it. <laughs> I think it actually... No, it was. Actually, yes. Mm. You're right. Uh, the number of tricks in M. Night's book was sadly dwindling after The Sixth Sense and Unbreakable, which I thought were both very good movies. But Mark what, Wahlberg's The Happening. What happened is that everyone just expected a twist from this guy. Yeah. So he had to come up with more and more ridiculous ideas when it came to twists, because otherwise everyone was going to guess them. Like, they're sitting there on the couch going, he's his brother. No, 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 he's been dead the whole time. No, 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 he's a zombie. He's a robot, but a zombie. He's <laughs> like making it up. So he's like, all right. The plants are doing no, it. No, no, I picture it very differently. So I picture it like M. Night doesn't give a fuck, right? He just wants to make money. Yep. So they're in this boardroom <laughs> and they're going <laughs> so through So you're it. saying he's the Michael Bay He's the Michael Bay, twist yeah, of twist movies, yep. yeah. And, yep. and, and they're all like, dude, so how does this... You know, Sixth Sense was so bloody awesome. Bruce Willis was dead, blah, yeah. blah, blah. Yep. How do you do it? And he just... All he wants to do is... He's, he's, Maybe he was a little hungry. He wants to go get some Chinese food, yep. right? He's in LA. He's like, I'm going out. Yep. Or I'm going to go get some Mexican. Yep. It's yep. like, it's dinner time. I got to eat. Yep. He literally gets up, leaves the boardroom. And as he's leaving the room, yep. someone says, dude, what's the plot? And he just looks out and he sees like trees. He goes, dude, the plants it's the it. trees, <laughs> the plants. Okay. Yeah. Does that work? Basically, yeah. It's exactly, That's how I see it. Yeah, got- I don't know. The plant. Yeah. <laughs> it's like us making a movie from this studio. The plants attack yeah. us. I get it. Yeah, I get it. Yeah. So, so and the I see meat it. lovers twisties. That's <laughs> right. I see it slightly differently, and I see it as a as an exact layout of the scene in Family Guy where Peter goes to get another job, and he sits down with the guy at the employment desk, and he's like starts talking with him, and then just a little ways into the conversation, the guy goes, oh, "Look, I got to be honest with you." I'm finishing up in two weeks and I have completely checked out. (laughs) Well, what do we do then? I don't know. Chef? (laughs) So uh, either that or he just finished the day of the Triffids and he thought to himself, what if we made this but lame? Great reference and smart reference. Yeah. Because Dave, Dave the Triffids was an amazing book. Mm. And you got Killer John Plants Wyndham, wasn't it? pulling themselves up out of the ground and actually like whipping people and shit. Yeah. My, My uncle Triffids said it was one of the one of the yeah, one of the scariest things he'd read like as a kid, you know, yeah. like yeah. Yeah, because they're Brilliant. escaping these, like the plants can walk, they're genetically engineered plants, and yeah. then they all go nuts and they have to escape to one island. It was a very, oh. very good book. And the I opening really premise of the guy with the damaged eyes well, and then waking up in hospital and everything's gone fucked. Well, also, because the other scary thing was everyone else was blind. 
That's everyone at the start watching this meteor shower, which actually made the plants go crazy, and yep. that everyone's blind. Yeah. So he was having eye surgery. He finally got out, recovered. He was one of the only people that could see. Yeah. And that, just that that feeling of helplessness when you're suddenly blind really hits like this really deep part of the human psyche, yeah. and it's fucking terrifying. I, all I can think of when I think of the happening is from that movie about uh, what's the one that Jim Carrey, Man on the Moon. Yeah. When he does that thing where he like he's on live TV and he pretends like he's angry, and then the producer of the show comes on and tells the audience, "You've all been part of a happening." Uh, and everyone yes. applauds, okay. and then he goes nuts. That's the only thing I think of when I think of that movie. I can't think of. Oh, the only, the only other thing I think of is I think I remember in the happening. Like, yeah, the cop just starts going crazy in New York City. Yeah. And for some reason, I keep thinking back to that uh, that thing with that president. You know, remember the great president Donald Trump said that he could mm. go into New York, shoot someone, and he wouldn't even be arrested? Yeah. For he, some he, reason, he I think of that. that. There's, a, there's, you know, there's weird links. I just yeah. think of a cop being able to do whatever he wants. Okay. That President Trump could do the same. All right, man. All right. Have you got um, video games to talk about? I just want to quickly say that also who died in 2008, Heath Ledger. Who was so good in two hands? Yeah, that uh, I just want to give. Yeah, I just want to give it that. He was also pretty good as a Joker in the masterpiece and the other films he did, The Dark Knight. He was in Candy. My cousin. He was in Candy. Yeah, Ten Things I Hate About You. He's been in a lot of dark movies, actually. He yeah. was in 10 Things I Hate About yeah, You. That's a nice movie. Yeah. He was in 10 Things I Hate About You. Yeah, he was in a lot of dark <laughs> movies. Man, All right. You were, you were seeing yeah, a different he, he movie. He died in 2008. So fuck you, 2008. Heath Ledger from us. An absolute um, legend of Australian cinema. Mm. All right, 2008. All right, now we're getting serious. Okay. So in 2008, yeah. a little game called Mass Effect came out. Oh, now, yeah. Mass Effect was uh, a, new star, like a new Star Wars-esque universe. Yeah. Now, look... Mass Effect 2 and Mass Effect 3 were brilliant. So uh, they were sort of the ones... You know, one of those rare examples where... Is that the where... one game or two games? What? Is it like Mass Effect 2 colon Mass Effect 3. No. This is the way you said it. No, no, no. <laughs> Both of those came out. There were subsequent sequels. But Mass Effect was the first of an incredible trilogy. One of the most successful space trilogies of all time. Yeah. Um, where they build up... this, And we've talked about it before, so I'm going to into detail about it. But you were literally put into another world... A great uh, action RPG video game where you went and you know colonized some other world. You mined worlds. That was actually the downside of Mass Effect One. The mining was Too really bad. Mining. Yeah, yeah. They improved that in two and three. Mm. But the action, the 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 um the world that they built up, the character development, um the conversations, and one of those one of those you know in early games where you really could start building a person or a character to be who you want them to be yeah. to make decisions that impact on the outcome of the game. Oh, right. You know? So kind of like a choose your own adventure. Now, yeah. Help me because I haven't actually played any of the Mass Effects. Yes. So, But it's like one of those games where the decisions you make will actually affect what is left you'll open. You'll get a different ending. and so you're saying it has some kind of Mass Effect. Indeed so. I can't remember. It was, mass Effect's got something to do with an alien, fierce and alien. That I can't remember the full plot, but I just remember getting into them a little bit, you know, late to the party. Are you sure mm. you weren't playing Halo? No, no, no. I was oh. definitely not playing. I've play, played Halo. Mm. Yeah, incredible too. Okay. But that came out way before then. Long ago. Just a little yeah. bit. Just a little uh, bit. So, yeah. Vladimir Putin. Yeah. Yep. Uh, now, my number three uh, news article has got nothing to do with news. Number three, 2008. That's when I joined Visit California. Oy. And that's in. That's, I mean, that was news for you. Well, it's significant. Yeah. It is significant because had I not done that, I never would have met this gentleman to my right. That is true. 
and if I'd never met this gentleman to my right, mm. we wouldn't have had this podcast. No, we'd have someone else. Well, we probably would have a chappy. You know, yeah, someone good. That guy with me on the street. Yeah, if you um, hadn't met me, you'd probably have a successful podcast. <laughs> <laughs> That's true. But no, I joined Visit California, and after that, I think I did... After that, I worked... Uh, 48 trips to California over the years after yeah, that. That'd be about right. Um, I was on about six of those, I think. You were. <laughs> Went uh, on an industry function once, met Phil. We hit it off straight away. He yeah. was working for Tourism NT. I said, oh, I like yeah. this guy. And uh, Phil ended up coming working for Visit California too, eventually. 100%. And um, Tristan just has today. a Tristan just has a thing for a man in a Cobra. I do. It's true. All right. He was a hot. He was a hot. I mean, he's hot. literally touching my knee when I talk oh, about. Yeah. It. And so when California tourism fired me during COVID, fired me. Phil hitched his wagon to your podcast idea. Yeah, that's right. His next money spinner. Yep, that's I, right. I live in a tent now. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, let's. Uh, I want to get my next beer on. So, what's your number three, Guy Ritchie? Number three, Guy Ritchie movie. Bring it home. The there we gentleman. go. Ah, oh, the gentleman. The gentleman. Right. Yeah, what's it on Saturday? Absolutely. Three quarters of it. Just uh, loved it. <laughs> loved it. And it was one of the yeah. first films that hit the cinemas after the first lockdown. Okay. It had been around for a while, but it came back in. So it was one of my first experiences of the cinema in months. And, you know, when lockdowns aren't on, I'm in there every couple of weeks. Uh, and just a great all-round movie. Fucking love Guy Ritchie movies. Great he role went, for Hugh Grant. He went oh, so yeah. different to his normal flopsy dopsy lovable stick. <laughs> I didn't even realize it was him oh, yeah. until the second time I watched it because <laughs> I, I just didn't. I'm like, he, he looks familiar, but it just wasn't picking it up. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Great character. I love Matthew McConaughey as oh, well. So, so good. great combo. And mm. just seeing Guy Ritchie go back, and it was really tough for me to call this three or two because for me, he went back to what makes his movies great. And yes, almost to the point that. It's like one of those authors that writes the same style of book again and again and yeah. again. And yet, I could watch that all day long. Oh, I could sure. watch that formula all day long in the way that he does it. These kind of, um, you know, basically like humorous gangster movies that make their way back to it's a kind so of British. epic conclusion. And yeah, it has to be British. Aggressively yeah. British, right? <laughs> yeah, except for, you know, McConaughey, the American in amongst all of it. Well, they so. had the one American in Snatch I was going to say, he well. always yeah. puts yeah. the American in. There's always yeah. one, like, fish out of water yeah. American. Yeah. 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 And Jew. He usually puts a Jew in there well, somewhere. there's a lot of Jews in Snatch. Yeah. 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 And The Gentleman. Yes, good call. Yep. Modern. I mean, I haven't seen it yet, but you know, you know, good call. Great movie. You know, I'm Great sure it's. Movie. I'm sure it's wonderful. Yes. <laughs> uh, all right, let's crack open. So, what are we cracking open now? I gotta go get mine. But what is it? It's the Passadzo's Rocky Rotor. There. It's the my rock. Get your hands out of those, mate, lovers. Rotor. Pastry rotor. stout. This is We're the back. Rocky Road Pastry Stout. This rocks in at a 14.6 ABV, 4.4 standos. This contains peanuts. Watch out, gentlemen. Uh, it is, yeah, inspired by the movie Rock and Roller, which we had already figured out. Uh, it's crammed full of chocolate, vanilla, marshmallow, cherries, peanuts, hazelnuts, Turks Delight. This is Rocky Road in a glass coming up next. And I'm setting my stand out on this. It's either going to be glorious yeah. or shithouse. It can only go... not going to be in between. Those two directions. It won't 100%. be like, oh, this is nice. I could see myself having one of these from time to time. It'll be like, I yeah. love this and I only want to drink this. Yes. Or... This is a pile this of is trash. vile. And the one difference is that it might start out as the greatest thing and end in the trash. Won't be the first time. That can happen. Mm. But... 
Let's uh, do the soundbite. As we like to do. T-Man's off to the fridge because he couldn't handle a slightly warm beer. Yeah. I don't know whether to be impressed by the commitment or uh, to shame him for... Uh, you brought for the dog back. And Sorry, I, I, can't, that. I actually can't stand straight anymore. I haven't, I haven't drunk for... Because I've been sick, I haven't drunk for a while. Oh, yeah. And okay. I've just pounded, what, about three standard drinks? About three standards. Yeah, all right. Yeah. In it's what? Half an hour or so, yeah. Yeah, 36 so, minutes. All right. We've got a lot of Mario Party to play after this. I've already gone and bought the new Mario Party for Switch, and I'm expecting it to be very, very good. Yeah. All right. So, mine... No, your number... My number two. two. And we have already talked about this. It is James Bond... Quantum of Solace. Bam, 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 bam. Yeah. Now, I think that was, this was the... I haven't got it in my notes, but this is the second Bond that Daniel Craig was in. Yes. Is that mm. right? After Casino Royale. Mm. Now, first of all, it starts exactly where the last movie finishes, which I don't think I'd ever seen in a James Bond yes. before. It actually starts like the same body still in the boot of his car. Yeah. Like normally, a James Bond... Starts with a completely unrelated to the plot action sequence where he's just like, oh, like he takes, you know, takes off a scuba suit and he's wearing a tuxedo underneath and then he like kills some people and then he goes away yes. and it's like, James Bond's back. But no, this time it just picks up where it left off. That's not cool. That's not Bond. And then what were the stakes of that movie? Was it blowing up the moon? Was it nuking Buckingham Palace? No. The main antagonist's entire plan is to convince the leader of Bolivia to hand over the land rights to the country's key That's water right. source. Whereupon yes. this devilish ne'er-do-well <laughs> is planning to marginally increase the cost of water to locals and keep the province for himself. So he's far less Auric Goldfinger and more Ulf Mark Schneider, CEO of Nestle, who basically does that exact thing seven days a week and we all let him. <laughs> they pay $2,100 a year for access to drought-stricken California's water supply, then bottle 36 million gallons of it a year and sell it for $2 a litre. And this isn't even the worst thing the Nestle does, so where's James Bond and all of that? So, look, you go first. You go first. You go first. Are you sure? No, right. really, you go first. Well, no, first thing I want to say, I just cracked open the Rock and Roller. I poured yeah. it. And that just smells fucking incredible. The yes. dog came back in the room. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? so attracted. Yeah. I haven't... Like, it, it smells like I've got a rocky road just waiting in that glass. It smells I, like the Daryl Lee shop used to smell before they went to shit. <laughs> it does. <laughs> Unbelievable. Okay? I mean, it's a very specific reference. No, but do you know true. what I'm talking about? So I'm very excited about that. Secondly, you brought back... Okay. So when you started talking about Quantum of Solace, I couldn't quite remember it. Yeah. I remember there being like a deserty thing. Yeah, there was a desert, there was yeah. some giant power source that exploded but everything in the end. But for it me, was all James Bond movies, source. except for Goldeneye, yep. most James Bond movies kind of morph yes. into... Um, and the other one is Living Daylights. I love that one. They're yep. my, probably my two favourite. Yep. So um, it all morphs into sort of one. But as soon as you talked about the whole water supply so thing... So stupid. Brought back a flood of memories of me sitting in the cinema going, why the hell do I give a shit about what is going <laughs> on in this Bolivian's film? Bolivian's water. I don't care about this. Yes. It's not that I don't care about the Bolivians. They're lovely people. I'm sure they are a wonderful people and they make incredible craft beer. But if you don't have a laser beam from space or equivalent... Yes, or yeah. sharks with really freaking laser beams on there. Exactly. 100%. 100%. Yeah. 100%. Also, we saw it in gold class... 
Yes, and they got your nachos wrong. Was that that one? That was that one. That was the time that you were you were a bit more no vegetarian at the time. You put it out of your. They mind. brought you the beef nachos. We demanded they be returned, and then we went and complained that they gave us two more free gold class tickets. <laughs> nice. Hey, I remember that, huh? Well played, boys. Yeah. Uh, it it. But did that... they jack up the cost of, the cost of water to cover the? <laughs> <laughs> to what's cover the your um, What's your take? My take on it is that Adzo is giving this movie shit for essentially making the villain capitalism. And given how much shit you gave me for our Scottish special and for bringing Adam Smith to bring the free market back to the post-apocalyptia, I actually feel like that should be the ultimate villain for you because you are very (laughs) anti-capitalist in that. I I am. I am very anti-capitalist. I'm I'm sensing an inconsistency here, Adzo, and I've got to say, uh, what's up? Yeah, but the thing is about... (laughs) Movie, movies Valid. for me are escapism. I don't need to see real world villains in my Bond movies. Like I said, they could have easily just made that a documentary about the CEO of Nestle who does that every single day of the year. Oh, but I thought that's what it was. It may as well have been. I want to see Bond movies where the world is at stake. The sun's going to explode. The moon's going to crash into the earth right. and then the sun and Buckingham Palace. Absolutely right. And yeah. That's Absolutely I want. I want, right. Or I want higher stakes yep. than just the Bolivian One where he goes guy. back in time and kills Adam Smith himself, presumably. Hundred percent. I mean, yeah, hundred percent. Feels like more of an Austin Powers one, but look, let's just say we don't. We got, and I just want to be very, very clear for any Bolivians listening to this podcast or capitalists. We're we're fine with Bolivians. Yeah, we hope your water supply is pure and plentiful. I'm not entirely sure where you are. <laughs> Are you done in a South America way? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Capital is uh, Colombia, I think. So, oh, yeah. yeah. Is uh, it? Yeah. No. Squeezed up there near Honduras. <laughs> but anyway, if you're listening, <laughs> we hope you have a good water supply. We don't mean it. We just... It doesn't need to partake in our films that we choose no, to watch. No, exactly. Just yeah. keep it to yourself, Bolivians. Yeah, come on. Seriously. Also... Just capture rain. That's what we would... I would do. <laughs> It works for us. Put out a bowl, capture some rain. Get some rain. 2008. <laughs> That's how I get all my water. <laughs> 2008 stole from us the glorious comedian George Carlin. Oh, you. One, oh, of, the most, oh. yeah, one of the most incredible. Well, two. Yeah, incredible, wow. powerful political voices, the cynical bastard that he was. And the reference movie, of course, Bill and Ted's Excellent Adventure. Yes. Amazing, amazing yep. movie for yep. me. But yep. also, I loved, I loved George Carlin. Yep. I loved his stand-up. I loved his funny. And uh, yeah, I'm gonna miss him. Fuck you, 2008. They, they do get better. Me again. They do get better. They get better. Yeah. They do. They uh, good call. Yeah, good call. Uh, by the way, this pastry stout's unbelievable. It's unbelievable. I'm, it's gonna take me all night. Yeah, it's, but it's just, but it's gonna take you all night, but in a delicious way. It's, it's delicious. It's like, rich. I'm not gonna like mongrel king. Force it down like mongrel king, <laughs> or the the Eilid plums. Yeah, but this but, is just. And you know what's beautiful about this is the description is already on the can, and I really don't feel like there is much more to add. No, to No, you've it. done it. It is liquid rocky road. Yeah. Oh yeah, full stop. Oh, That's what it is. It's so nice, and they've nailed it. Oh. Yeah. You've got a stout, you've got this... Oh, I'm just... It's, I'm so happy right now. I know, I know. Look at him. I'm Look so him. He's happy. back! He's back! All right, my number two. I'm also excited to announce my number two. And now oh, this is a game I don't think either of you ever play. Well, now, I need to set a little uh, scene here for this. So, so, again, same actually... Well, funnily, funnily, I just realised it's not coincidental because it's the same year. But, same apartment that I was living in. I popped in the game. 
into the old Xbox. Yeah. Uh, huge reviews. Uh, fantastic reviews. But said it was a terrifying game to play. Like, mm. how hard can a game be to play? Mm. You know, how scary can a game be? Mm. The game is called Dead Space. Right. Now, it is a also an action RPG. You'll see a theme here with me. I love my yes. action RPGs. Yes. And this was a game... With that, with that in mind, I have a suspicion I know what number one will well, be. it's a pretty we'll obvious one. But uh, it is a game that uh, was set... You're set as a, a mercenary. You're in space, obviously. You infiltrate ships. Uh, and you... A lot of it is spent in the dark. Mm-hmm. And... I remember that game, turning it on, playing it when I was at home by myself. Yeah. I actually turned it off because I was too freaked out. Oh, wow. Just too scared. Yep. Okay. And I think it took me a couple of months before I got back into it. But it wasn't like a, just, the idea of the game wasn't that it wasn't just about it being scary and that's what made it good. It was actually a bloody good game. And they made a sequel, Dead Space 2. Mm. And... I guess it probably wouldn't hold up anymore because, you know, when you go back and play these games, you yeah. know, they don't necessarily hold up as well, particularly the original Xbox. I'm sure the Xbox um, 360s would. But not unlike, say, like... GoldenEye. The original Silent Hill <laughs> on PlayStation. Probably wouldn't hold up and probably wouldn't be that scary now. But back in the day, that fog that was around you... Yes. And hearing the radio crackling yes. louder and louder and louder, but you don't know where the thing is. Yes. And all of a sudden it jumps out at you. So... Just... The way they create those themes, yeah, like big time. Silent Hill was went, went around down, and I played a bit of Silent Hill. That was like down the horror path, and yes. you know, yeah, the fuck. This was like you're on a ship. It was kind of like Alien, you know. Yeah, like, yeah. You yeah. think about that, you know, scenes of Sigourney Weaver's, you know, yeah. walking down this, you know, yeah, bit of blood. This thing's dripping. Yeah, but they yeah. turn this to game. And I, I encourage anyone read reviews of Dead Space or Dead Space Two, and when they talk about, you know, I think I remember one of the reviews, and maybe it was on IGN. The summary of it was. Try not to play this game. Try to play this game alone and in oh, the dark. Yeah. Okay. It's a hard game to do. Yeah. Um, and I just remember just going, oh, I can't do this. So, uh, I don't know. I just... You know when you have those fond memories of, of, of playing a franchise? Yeah. Um, yeah. If you ever get a chance, by all means, yeah, give it I never had a game so scary I had to turn it off. No, I've had one or two pretty. movies in my life that have been like, yeah. fuck it, it's yeah. too late, it's yeah. too dark, yeah. I'm yeah. too alone here. Yeah. I'm gonna. I'll, I'll deal with this in the AM, my man. I'm sure you'll. I'm sure you'll never give it a shot. Like you know, it's too late now. But Dead it's Space would have been switch. one of those ones. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and my uh, news, news article. article. Yeah. So um, my, my one and twos are very sort of. All right, I'll go number two. Do you know what happened back in two thousand and eight? Mm-hmm. The big one. It was the GFC. It was the glo- It was the start of the global financial crisis. Holy shit. Yeah. That's over. Yeah. So, when you think about it... I'm glad we recovered was... from that and nothing in the global economy went wrong again. <laughs> but don't, don't you find it amazing? Like, yeah. So, uh, Phil and I Fun worked... Fun fact, the year I graduated. Phil and I worked in the tourism industry and um, when COVID first hit, they were comparing impacts to GFC. I'm like, oh, I think this might have a little bit bigger impact. Might be slightly yeah. worse. Might be slightly worse. Yeah. I don't think we're comparing yeah. the two things here. We didn't choose to become a hermit kingdom. Correct. <laughs> in 2008, for whatever reason. Yeah. But there were some great airfares on offer. But, GFC, 2008. Yeah, oh, wow. Good yeah. one. All right. And Guy Ritchie number two. This may be controversial. Snatch. Huh. Didn't see that coming. Okay. <laughs> I figured everyone's favourite Guy Ritchie was Snatch. Great movie. 
Yeah, it is great. Brad Pitt. Yeah, his oh, yeah. Mickey the Pikey was my one of my favorite. Yeah, it was great. Yeah, it was great. My reasoning for this is likely personal bias. The first Guy Ritchie movie I ever saw was Lock, Stock, and Two Smoking. Same, the cinema. And for me, it was like nothing I had ever seen before. And mm. you don't get to do that twice. And so by the time Snatch came out, I can see I logically. Guess is number one. Logically, <laughs> yeah, I'm obviously telegraphing that. Logically, that Snatch is a more polished version. He got a bigger budget. I hope he'd, it's Sherlock Holmes. He'd refined it. He'd done all of this. No, yeah, yeah, no, it's Aladdin again. <laughs> he got a bigger budget and he did all of these things yeah. with Snatch. Yeah. But for me, the original is the best. Yeah. And those four guys and those characters and the opening scene where he's dealing shit on the street. Yeah, yeah, he's doing like, like the free card Monty, right? 100%. No, yeah. no, no, he's, no, 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 he's, he's, he's selling he's selling stolen, selling goods. stolen yeah, goods. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah. Buy one for your wife. Buy one um, for somebody else's wife. Yeah. <laughs> and so, so what's good. your favorite of the guy Ritchie's? No. Yeah, Lock Stock. Lock Stock. Yeah. Actually it is. I and I love Snatch, but I've I've seen Lock Stock more times. I've got the soundtrack. Love the soundtrack. Love the movie. Yeah. Saw it twice at the cinema. Yeah, uh, it's just the flawless movie. Yeah, um, all four of the guys. Yeah, are all great in their own way. You know, it was also the the um, the first place anyone really saw Jason Statham outside yes. of the Olympic high dive. Yeah. Um, but you know, it also had the Dexter Fletcher in there and people yep. like that, and then incredibly vicious bad guys. Yes. Like the guy, the uh, the character's name is Dog. I don't know who played him, but he was just a fucking cunt of a guy. Um, yeah, vicious, and then you got you know you got Rory Breaker, and you got yep. his whole clan. Yep. Just insanely good movie, um, and I don't have anywhere near the sort of nostalgia for that as I do for uh, for, for as I do for Lockstock. A hundred percent, and we're sort of covering two and one in yeah, one, but you yeah, can't. Yeah, you done. have to have this conversation together. Yeah, about between the two of them, but just and the finish. it's the ultimate grudge match. Though, those yeah. two movies because they're 100%. brilliant, brilliant. But what everyone's got their favorite. Yeah, yeah. but yeah. the the finisher on it. Of him dangling off the bridge, reaching the for the guns with the phone ringing in, the phone, in his yeah. mouth. Yeah, yeah. And just so many, even the innocuous lines like, you're not funny, Tom. You're fat. And you look as though you should be. <laughs> but, but you're, you're not. not. Yeah. <laughs> oh, man. I can't wait to talk about line. that movie in your number one. After great line <laughs> again and again and again. But, you know, Snatch is bloody brilliant as well. Snatch has got also some fantastic monologues, like the, yes. the How to Feed Them to the Pigs monologue is incredible. 100%. Uh, the fights and the cinematography yep. of the fights are amazing. Brad Pitt is insanely good. Yep. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I think it's a fair number two. Well done. 100%. Mm. 100%. Number well, I think it's it, done his number one, so let's snake it. <laughs> let's snake it back to my number one. So my number one... Uh, uh, sorry? I mean, I, I think yeah. I know what this has to be, but go. Well, you go. You know what no, it no. is. Go. It's got to be Fallout. Yeah, of course. 100%. My favourite video game of yep. all time. Fallout 3, right? Fallout 3. Yes. Now, another little backstory to this game. Meandering through the wasteland. So bro. I hope uh, I hope uh, our friend from the UK, Simon, is listening to this podcast. So oh, definitely. Simon was living... A friend of ours, Simon, was living in uh, St. Leonard's at the time. And uh, I went to his apartment and he had a little game on called Fallout 3. Yeah. And in this game, he'd built a gun which shot teddy bears and it it was a bazooka and he'd customize and I was looked at this game and I played it for a little bit and I went, what is this shite? Yeah. And he said, dude, this game is incredible. And I just like, I just, you know, you know, I, I, I have to say I'm one of those people who 
it takes me a little bit to get into a game sometimes. If like I don't know too sure. much about it, I go, oh, this is shit. Yeah. But you know, then I read the reviews, everyone says 99 out of 100. And you're like, mm-hmm. wow, okay, maybe it's not that shit. Just look at this ocarina of time. And I'm yeah, crying. exactly, yeah. <laughs> so um, so this was an example of that. And he said, no, you should play it. And I can't remember the first action RPG. This was the first action RPG yep. that got me into this genre. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And so I sat down and again, it was in the same apartment, of course, yep. with my wife. It was the first time I said, you know what? Simon rates this game so much, I'm going to give it a shot. So I plonked it in. I but started off at thrilled the... thrilled to hear it. I started off at the birthday in the vault, the yeah, birthday yeah, party. Yeah. yeah, never got out of that vault. Yeah, he played it on his PC, so it kept on crashing. Well, I downloaded uh, a pirated version, and I'm not sure <laughs> you were allowed to leave the vault. So he never got out of the vault, but I got out of the vault, which is in the beginning of the game. And mm-hmm. then I had never seen such a thing. This world opens up to you. Yeah. And you choose the side quest and you choose the character you want to be. And the action is good. And the way it feels and the way you upgrade is good. And what you can do and the customizations is good. And the music, the soundtrack to that game when you're in this apocalyptical wasteland and you're listening to 1920s, 1910s, 1930s music. The world on fire. Slightly played the game, but I had the soundtrack yeah. of Simon yeah. like, that we just mentioned yeah. burnt for me on CD and would listen to it non stop. Yeah. yeah, this is a great track like yep. Bonga 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 Wanna Leave the Gungle. It's like this is fantastic. How did they make this into a video game? No, they did, and they did, and and you know not to get into too much of the plot of it, but they did it brilliantly. And Fallout New Vegas was good. That was the one that came out after it, and it was good because I love. California, Nevada topography. Yeah. It was good. Yeah. But Fallout 3, Washington, D.C., uh, there's something about it. It was so atmospheric. And, and it was funny. It was one of those rare games that my wife actually didn't mind me playing. The music sounded fun. Yeah. It was kind of a being on an adventure when you were... You know, think about this TV screen that we're looking in front of us. Imagine you're yeah. just in that world. Yeah. And you're going, yeah, go over there and explore. Oh, yeah. what are you going to do with this? Who are you going to be? Uh, yeah. and- unbelievable. And the detail, you'd go into like... You know, there are... Th- and this is... This, okay. This is the thing about some of the game developers today. All the game developers. But especially back then. They built things in that video game that probably 75% of users will never see. Yes. You yeah, don't do 100% yeah. of the game. Yes. But there are parts of the game where you'll go into a building and there's detail. Mm. Someone has worked <coughs> months. And when you hear yep. these games have been built made for over years and years, yep. you think, well, how hard can it be? No, these yep. guys have Someone developed. spent nine months working on a bunker that 10% of players got. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Exactly. Right. exactly. It's, that's so, the beauty of it. And that's the, that's the respect that I think video games don't necessarily always get. Yes. Uh, and so for me, it's probably my favourite game of all time. Yep. Came out in 2008. Can I ask a little question? Did, did we not go and visit Prim? When we went to Las Vegas for your Bucks party, we did. We Simon went to Prim to. Simon made sure specifically when we because left Las of, Vegas. of yes. Fallout New Vegas. Yes, and we got that's where we got the three dollar fifty all you can yes. eat buffet. Simon was adamant that we go. Like, yes, Simon. Everything that's made in New Vegas is based on actual places here that yeah. exist in the real world. <laughs> no, that's but it's Prim. I, you don't really want to go to Prim. It, it was the not, worst place. I've ever it's been not, to. <laughs> It's Who not, has a three dollar fifty all-you-can-eat buffet? It was good. Brilliant. Also, um, I would do that. Yeah, I would one hundred percent do yeah. that. And the thing that I like is a, as a, as a parallel between my number number two, number one, and your number one is that New Vegas is the snatch to Fallout 3's lock stop. 
mm-hmm. in the sense that they did refine the formula. The story itself is better, but you only get to go into that for the first time Nailed once. Now that and it just is so you get that immersion right. The He's one and Fallout Three was so good that the fact that it, it didn't really have a mainline story of any significance whatsoever, and yet is still a ninety nine percent game. Because the side quests themselves and the sheer exploration of it mm. is the point. Yeah. And then the main story is like, oh, yeah, I guess. Yeah, Ex- exactly. That's pretty much it. Yeah. Whereas Vegas, 100%. New Vegas, I think, stepped it forward. The main story and the choices were more consequential. But again, you were coming back into something with expectations. Whereas Fallout 3 just was like, yeah, buy me a bone storm or go to hell. It's an, inter- <laughs> it's thrill- an interesting thing. You were thrill house because it's <laughs> happened. It's an interesting thing because they get to a point when you're playing that in New Vegas where they go... You're playing the main plot, and then they say, "Once you go past this, you've actually finished the game. Yes. You want to do this? Yes. You know? Oh, they they yeah. alert you. Yeah, they alert right. you. This okay. is like sort of the last part of the main plot. Yeah. So uh, yeah, yeah, something about the water supply. It's very James, <laughs> it's very James Bond actually. Yeah. Total, I hear that guy worked for Nestle. Total <laughs> side note: I remember you telling me once about a game where when you played the sequel, it detected what what the choices you made in an earlier version were and defined your character. Do you remember what game that was? I want to say that was... Um, the Sims? I want to say it was Fable, maybe. Oh, yeah? Yeah, maybe. Where it like said, okay, in the pr- previous game, you were doing blah, blah, blah. Yeah. So we're going to adjust your character and such and such. I think Fable. Yeah. Fable 2, Fable 3. See, that's not cool in my book. I reckon every new game should be a, a yeah. fresh sheet of white paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And then I'll give my uh, quick... Uh, oh, yeah, your news. My news, which was um, Barack Obama came, became president. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Remember wow. Barack Obama? Remember Hope? Yeah. yeah. Remember Hope? Remember, remember then Barack Remember a time when, yes, we could? <laughs> I mean, it went from Barack <laughs> now we're just Obama hanging on for dear life. to Donald Trump. And now it's gone from Donald Trump to Joe Biden and most likely going to go back to Donald Trump again. I can't wait for so, to come back. Well, it's him, or, it's him or Kamala. I, I, I honestly, I know it sounds really harsh. But Joe kind of needs to either die or step aside. Very soon. And, and otherwise we're in shit. Yeah. We're in, all right. Well, I sent you the video of him at the uh, Glasgow yeah. Environment yeah. Content, uh, uh, <laughs> Conference. And the funniest part about that is you can actually hear the key speaker going, and this is probably the most important meeting of world leaders of all time. You can just see Joe Biden stunkling down a little bit, falling Getting asleep. Getting a little comfy. Yep. Crosses his arms across his chest. <sighs> Joe Biden needs yeah, no, honestly, to step aside. Someone let the man rest. <laughs> He's like 80 honestly. something, right? Yeah. He needs to step aside. Like, no yeah. one can expect an 80 year old to stay up all day. Yeah. You can't expect him to stay up through a lifetime movie. Yeah. yeah. It's like, let him rest. Yeah, 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 He's yeah. done. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, on to my fine. number one worst movie of 2008. And it's, I mean, it's fairly obvious. If you knew it came out in 2008, what I was going to pick. But. Of course, it's Indiana Jones and the Kingdom oh, wow. of the Crystal Skull. That came in 2008. 2008. No, it didn't. 13 years ago. No. Yeah, it did. No. 100%. So what you're saying is, firstly, Barack Obama was elected. And we decided that we had hope. And yes, we could. And then Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull came out. And we realized that civilization itself is <laughs> crumbling. Done. And that actually we peaked. <laughs> And that everything is just an Fuck. attempt at repeaking it. Crazy when so you think we, about we it. we actually got both messages. We knew that this was as good as it was ever going to get. And it was just downhill 
from there on. And in fact, downhill is the wrong reference. We just have to strap into a refrigerator because the bombs are coming. Well, this is the whole point about this. What do you say? Like, we went to the opening night screening. I remember we had Mexican May. Uh, we went oh, out for, yeah. You know, we went out for Mexican with our mates, as we like to do every May, four yep. times in May. And then we went to the opening night of Crystal Skull. And our friend Rob had actually bought a, an official, like, $400 Indiana Jones yep. fedora hat to wear to the screening. I believe he threw it in the bin as we left the Yeah! That in very the, night. In the words of the iconic, Eric Cartman. <laughs> They're raping him! Yeah, they, did. They, they, they did. They raped him. They raped him. I mean, we sat there in the cinema <laughs> that with this episode was so slowly bad. dying smile and you were sitting there like nudging each other. Here it comes, boys! It's going to be great! And then the smile's like, huh? starts to fade yeah. off your face as we went from like CGI gophers, nuclear safe refrigerators. We had sheer fucking Labou for some reason CGI monkeys CGI ants CGI Russian Kate Winslet uh, Kate Blanchett space aliens UFOs none of it made any sense it was just a disaster and the whole time you know at least we had plucky protagonist Harrison Ford except he looked like he was about 90 years old barely struggling to but he actually looked older in that movie than he did in the Star Wars movies. oh yeah uh, then now yeah, then, then even now. I mean, it was indie, but it wasn't It wasn't indie, you know? And it was a terrible film. That said, can't wait for the next one. Can't wait for the next one. 2023. It's coming out, It's baby. coming, June 2023. I Spoiler alert. This. Yeah, it's got um, Phoebe Waller-Bridge is, is going to be in it. Who's in everything these it's gonna days? It's going to be she's very good. It's just amazing to think that after that long and giant a steaming dump on a legacy... That they've got anything left in their stomach. Oh, wait left. for it because secret movie I would, spies. I thought the battles have would seen be empty. them filming in Sicily wearing Roman gladiator outfits, suggesting that it's probably going to have some time travel in it. Ah, uh, yeah. Ah, uh, yeah. Here we go. Indiana Jones back in time, ready for 2023. What's your name? And my dead my guy is... for 2008? It's the Doc. <laughs> he's, <laughs> he's in the old west. Yeah. <laughs> but, but he's alive. <laughs> for 15 long years, they have been dining on Mexican every day. Yes. To brew the largest possible shit. That they could possibly take <laughs> on the legacy. That's what true. they're doing. It's yep. True, but doing. wait for it. Uh, Back to the future Indiana Jones. A Star Wars story. This time's going to be okay. Incredible. It does yeah, actually, yeah. doesn't it? Wow. <laughs> and speaking of legacies, okay, one of the most important ones of all time, 2008 also took from us the greatest mind and author of our generation, Michael Crichton. Mm. who brought to us Lego Jurassic World Legend of Isla Nublar and also Jurassic Park and all the rest of them. So, I'm personally more of a fan of the Lego one, but whatever. 2008, you took him from us. You took Michael Crichton. Why are you looking at me like that? Because I thought Michael Crichton was still alive. Legs. Was alive. No, he's died. He, and I have died something 13 today. years ago. And they're still shitting on his corpse every time they release another one of those fucking Chris Pratt Jurassic World movies. They're very good. They're not any they good. They're very good. Not at all. They're very good. They're shockingly it's bad. It's in Jurassic World? Yes, two Very times. good. No. So it's a lot of fun. It's, it's not even though. What's wrong with it? It's just awful. 
They've got the world. They open it up. Was there a second one already? Oh yeah, the second one wasn't very very good. It, it, they're all her grandmother. No, where they're all in the house. It's no, like, it's like yeah, Luigi's yeah. mansion except no. with dinosaurs. <laughs> the second one was very bad. How but many beers had you had when you were watching it? I've, I've, I've had a lot of beers now. I would put on Jurassic World right now. I, you know, I would watch Jurassic World right now. Yeah, exactly. Let's find it. I, I would not. I got eight different streaming subscriptions. We'll find it. Well, yeah, you no, that wasn't Jurassic World. That was Jurassic Park 3. Now, now, okay, so we have a choice now. What was the dinosaur in Jurassic World? It was just the, the, uh, the, the, the real monster was man. That was the whole thing. No, there was a special dinosaur. Oh, yeah, it was the um, special raptor. <gasps> Velociraptor T-Rex. Yeah, Unbelievable. It was, it was the V-Rap T-Rex. Unbelievable. Honestly, you know what's you know what I find amazing is that yeah. this rock Rocky Road beer is so good it's it can so make good. you feel upbeat about anything, <laughs> even the pile of trash that is Jurassic World. It's incredible, Tristan. It's incredible. You just it's like you know what? Um, Sleepy Joe Biden is is <laughs> pretty good. Is is leading us all off a cliff? But, um, Dominus Rex, they Rex called him. The Dominus Rex. Sorry, the androgynous Rex. The androgynous Rex. The one that could turn invisible. And they went to check that out by opening the entire 90-foot gate That's rather right. than just a small doorway to let Chris Pratt in. Yes. It's like, huh, we don't know if he's in there. He's invisible. Right. Let's open this massive gate and just let people in. And so the real question to come yeah. is going to be this. Will Chris Pratt have ruined the Jurassic Park franchise more than the Mario, than Mario. franchise? Oh, yeah, he's doing the voiceovers. He is. Uh, no, Chris Pratt, he, the Jurassic World, honestly, honestly, yeah, honestly, in terms of like destroying franchises, Chris Pratt is not that bad for Jurassic World. He's been fine. It's pretty trash, though. I don't dra- It's not really I, his fault. I'm not even drunk and joking. I like, like Chris Pratt. Jurassic I love World Parks isn't and bad. I don't think Jurassic I World's a Guardians bad movie. Of the Galaxy. Yeah. What's wrong with Jurassic World? It's it shit. is why shit. It, it's just shit. Why? Okay, th- they have a whole bunch of dinosaur vets. Yep. That for some reason, despite the fact that the dinosaurs exist, have never seen a dinosaur. You got Bryce Dallas Howard that for some reason never takes her high heels off and runs everywhere. Said that's her You've job. You got a completely pointless fit and Fair. sadistic yeah. end to the babysitter of the two kids there who never did anything wrong, but for some reason she gets was obnoxious. Mauled apart by pterodactyl before being dropped directly One of the great into death the mouth scenes. of yeah. the, the giant sea creature. Someone's got to die. The lawyer did nothing wrong. In the original Jurassic Park, the lawyer was a lawyer. That's a, yeah, that's the whole thing. Exactly she was right. like a a, a a non-caring nanny. They had this ridiculous military subplot. They had like the BD Wong was there, and he Tristan, was a bad guy. All of you got to use of. I would use raptors as weapons if I could. Tristan, this is a chap. This has gone straight into chappy ass. You can't win asks. this one. You can't win this one. It was a this bad movie. This gone straight into chappy ass. Bad Tristan. movie followed by an even worse movie. Yes, and and Tristan. The entire reason that Jurassic Park 1 is great is the suspense of it. It's the notes they're not playing. It's like In Jurassic World, there is no suspense. It's an affront because of its blandness. Nah, liked it. It's so bland. Liked it. It's as bland as bland. Liked it. (laughs) Oh. I'm going to ask you this question again in a later pod when you're not drinking a Rocky Road stuff. Loved it. Because clearly you love everything right now. Jurassic Park, you're in under the, the influence. two hours and, and seven minutes, okay. only had 14 minutes of dinosaurs in it. 
That's suspense. Yep. Alright, Jurassic World, for about its two hours running time, probably had about one hour and 53 minutes of dinosaurs. They just like hand-fistedly threw them at you. They didn't like let you wait for the dinosaurs. They just handed yep. them to you. Yep. There was nothing fun about yep. that. And if I went to a movie and I, if there are, I generally rate my movies based on how many times I'm seeing dinosaurs. <laughs> yeah. So you didn't yep. really like Jurassic Park then? Didn't like it. Huh. Thought it was a shit movie. Oh, yeah? No, I love Jurassic Park. Of course you did. By the way, after this, I want to show you the. Same uh, as recorded you saying that. No, I, after this, I want to show you my kids. Have watch that. Wait, wait. My kids have started watching the new anima- Animaniacs, which is on Netflix. Oh, yeah. yeah. I want to show you the very first scene of it. They do a very good Jurassic Park takeoff. It's well, very let, funny. Let's do that right now. Uh, all right, let's rate the beers. Um, yeah, I'm pretty drunk. And yeah. I think I just admitted I like Jurassic World. These two remember. beers get you drunk. That's 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 our great. Review. So okay, I'm the Super Vector. Super Vector, I, four I, and I and really half. liked the Super Vector. I'm going to go uh, 4.25. Very, very good. The um, Rock and Roto. Four and a half. It's not so much my scene. It's just a bit Shut sweet. Shut up. Stop being an idiot. It's a bit sweet. It's a bit sweet. It's it's fine. It's a bit sweet. I'm going to give it three and a half. He says as he pours more of it into three his Three and a half? Three and a half, yeah. So About the same as my Korean yogurt drink. It's a stupid stupid review from no, a br- stupid man. Now, is this, is this a Super Vector? Sorry? Or is this the... Super uh, Vector is a four and a half. That's, that's well, an easy I've life. said four. For the Super Vector, what do you understood. give? You 4.25. But I got it. Un- understood. Uh, so the Super Vector for me is... The Super Vector is a 3.5 for me. Um, 3.5? It would be, it oh, would yeah, be yeah, higher yeah, if it was at the lower yeah. alcohol content. Yeah. But for yeah. me, it's a session beer. Yeah, fair enough. Um, so it's a mismatch from a booze point of view. And the Rocky Rotor is a solid four. Uh, um is anyone going to give it 4.4? You know what? That's the standard drinks in it. I'll give it 4.4. Done. Yeah. yeah, and I think I'm going to give it a 4.4 too. Because <laughs> the only... Two. Even high. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> nice. <laughs> the one thing about it is you would really only have one of these. I want a scoop of ice cream in it. That's what I yes. want. Oh, yes. I think we've got to stop raining our beers on, base, on, on whether you'd have just one of them. No, but it's multivariate. <laughs> what I'm saying is if, if, if it was a little more easy drinking, it'd be this, it'd be that, it'd be that. But... As a one-off dessert drinking event, yep. strap the fuck in. It's a yeah. dessert drinking it's very, event. Very good. It, it is a dessert, dessert drink, drink but it should be split between four people with a scoop of it's ice cream. It's a dessert cream. drinking event. Stop yeah. it with your ice cream. Every time no. you do this, no, you say it should I, I never suggested we put ice cream with the mongrel king. They Honestly, because they love acronyms on these things, this should be a DDE stout. <laughs> dessert D- drinking event stout. There we go. <laughs> dessert drinking yep. event. Yep. All right, I think we've got a new terminology here. All right. Or as I like to call it, double DE. Good. I like Double D as well. <laughs> so, uh, can, I just, can, I just, can I just say that I realised I fucked up my number four video game? It wasn't supposed to be Portal. It was supposed to be Bioshock. I mean, I mentioned Bioshock, but you, you just continued to look for a game that didn't come out in 2008. And that's on yeah, you. I was a little okay. curious that's why you. you just mentioned right. a, bo- a Good night, everyone. Because I, I panicked and I missed my number four. Anyway, good night, everyone. <laughs> It is so much fun ripping on you when you booze because you just yeah. shit. You just anyone's right now. Yeah, yeah. See yeah. you later, everybody. All right. Uh, Happy 2008. Strap out.